This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Uh, get, we got Austin Gale back on the line. So I'm going through the numbers and I'm going through the grades and looking at uh, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Those two guys having a phenomenal season, but Russell Wilson quarterback rating throughout the NFL, a 140.3 for the, for the first two games. It's just simply amazing right now. Absolutely. I think Aaron Rodgers is playing a better brand of football than Russell, Russell Wilson right now. I mean, he's pushing the ball downfield with a ton of success, leads all quarterbacks in PFF grade through week two. And honestly, so much was made in this offseason about, you know, you know, them wanting to, Matt LaFleur wanting to go to a run-heavy offense. They drafted A.J. Dillon, Josiah DeGora. They're opening it up. They're pushing the ball downfield. Right now, Aaron Rodgers is up there with the fastest time to throw in his career, and I think that will maintain. His pass protection is the best in football right now, only allowing pressures on, what, 11% of dropbacks? It's insane what the Packers' offense looks like right now, and I don't see it going away because I don't think it's a Devontae Adams injury from going under. I think the offensive line is good. I think the skill positions are good. Obviously, Aaron Jones is playing well as well. I really do like this Packers team. Right now, I think it's plus 2,600 for the Packers to win the Super Bowl. I kind of want to get in on that because this team looks really good. So I want to get into the running back portion of this because uh, Aaron Jones has meant so much to this offense for what he's been able to do. Uh, I look at some of the some of the grades for some of the uh, running backs that you have uh, that have carried the ball, and some of them have carried it, granted, a limited amount of time. But tell me about Aaron Jones and your grading process for him and what you think he is as as this running back. Yeah, well, Aaron Jones does two things really well that PFF looks for, or I guess three things really well that PFF looks for at the running back position. Forces missed tackles game charts after contact, and is a difference maker in the passing game. He can line up an outside receiver, slot receiver, or run routes out of the backfield and have success. There's a reason he has one of the highest target rates of any running back in the NFL right now. He is absurd in terms of creating separation as a route runner and making plays through the air. And if he can continue to do that, he makes a difference in the backfield. I still don't know if you make him the highest-paid running back in the NFL like he's probably looking for just because the position just isn't as valuable as the market is saying it is right now. However, he is one of the better backs in the league, and the Green Bay Packers should take advantage for as long as he's on the roster. Uh, I, I look at uh, Aaron Jones, the fact that he's catching the ball, he's blocking well, picking up blitzes. He's also been uh, obviously a very solid running back. Uh, we're here talking about, like, eh, will he make Kamara type of money? I don't think he's Christian McCaffrey, don't get me wrong, but is the Kamara type of money there? Will they figure out a way to keep him? David Bakhtiari, the big left tackle, and the really the only left tackle that they truly have on this roster, they're talking about getting paid, and there's only so much money to go around. Who's got more value right now? Is it because a good left tackle is so incredibly rare, rare that Bakhtiari probably is worth more, or because of the youth and the fact that he isn't injured right now and isn't getting banged on, is Aaron Jones more valuable? I mean, I would say, hands down, David Bakhtiari is the more valuable player. I mean, you don't get protection like David Bakhtiari 
on, on anywhere else. Going into free agency or trying to draft an offensive tackle to replace him would be so much harder, infinitely harder, than it would be to replace a running back like Aaron Jones. I mean, there's a reason Jamal Williams is also having success this year, even A.J. Dillon on spurts. I think the Green Bay Packers can, however, as David Bakhtiari kind of responded in that interview, pay them both. I mean, the cap with the rules in place – you can do a lot of wizardry, for lack of a better word, to find ways to pay people. You look at what the Kansas City Chiefs did with paying Chris Jones, paying Patrick Mahomes, paying Tyree Kill. Like, they are able to find creative ways to get things done, and I think the Packers could do the same if they're indeed interested in paying Aaron Jones and David Bakhtiari top money. I know now when you go to Pro Football Focus and you look through the running back grades, the name A.J. Dillon is near the top. He's only had limited carries. Um, at what point do you look at a guy like A.J. Dillon, who is, is right behind Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, what point do you look at him and you say, um, he's got enough carries to give you a really good litmus as to maybe what his projection might be? Yeah, I, I think you want to see him get probably 20 to 50 carries in, in this season to really get an idea of what he can do as a runner. I don't think he should take any snaps away from Aaron Jones or even Jamal Williams, though. I mean, it's, be- it's better to be a winning brand of football with Aaron Jones and Jamal Murray, with, or not Jamal Murray, sorry, Jamal Williams, um, because they can catch passes out of the backfield with success. Aaron, I mean, A.J. Dillon was pass catching back at Boston College. Aaron Jones very much was. And I think looking at this Packers team, there's a winning formula to playing Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams early in games and then bringing in A.J. Dillon to see what you have at the back end of games when they're running that four-minute offense. Uh, I like defensively so far the fact that the Packers have been able to come up with some key turnovers that have actually swung the tide of games. But as a defense as a whole, and especially without Kenny Clark, uh, how strong and or weak is this defense in your eyes? Yeah, I I do think that the pass rush is a little bit of a concern, especially losing Kenny Clark, one of the better interior defensive linemen in the NFL. Dean Lowry was also housed by a rookie in Jonah Jackson, the Detroit Lions this past week. I think they need help on the interior, I wouldn't be surprised if they start to feel out Damon Harrison, who's currently a free agent, the big boy that used to play for the Giants, Lions, etc. I think they need some help, some beef specifically on the interior. From the back end, though, Jair Alexander is the highest-graded corner in football right now. Darnell Savage is a young player out of Maryland that I really like entering his second year. I think that this Green Bay Packers secondary is honestly a bit underrated compared to you know some of the rest of the NFL. And as long as you're good on the back end, I think they can have a winnable defense uh, for Green Bay. Uh, you got Kevin King coming up on a contract as well. Uh, that's another guy that they're going to look to get paid. He's the counterpart to Jair Alexander. Jair, uh, you don't really hear their names very often, and they've been that good. They've cut down on big plays as well. How good is Kevin King, in your opinion? Yeah, I think Kevin King offers a lot that Jair Alexander doesn't. He can take on bigger receivers. He can be that guy that doesn't necessarily have to shadow people, but play outside corner, play a certain part of the field, and have some success. I think he continues to get better as well. You know, people forget that he battled a ton of injuries early in his career and is still very much learning the speed of the game at the NFL level. I think Kevin King's a guy I don't pay top money, but someone you keep on a team that's familiar with the defense that continues to improve and has this athletic ability and size from a tools perspective to build on. Uh, and then real quick before I let you go, obviously coming up they're going to be taking on the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans looked pretty good in their opener. A lot of questions about uh, Drew Brees, some thoughts that maybe his arm's a little bit weaker, his mechanics are a little bit less, his legs are starting to go. You tell me after that loss against the uh, the now Las Vegas Raiders, how did that, uh, that, that uh, New Orleans team look, and uh, is there any credence to what's being said about Drew Brees? Yeah, 
I think there's a ton of credence to it. I think Drew Brees looked like shells himself in week one. They obviously got the W, but he did not look the part in week one. I talked to one of our quarterback analysts, and he said his week one tape was the worst he'd ever seen. And then he went again and did it again in week two and said, wow, that is the worst tape I've ever seen. I think Drew Brees is in a bit of a decline right now. And then you factor in that the Saints are now without Michael Thomas, one of the better receivers in the NFL, and the defense, I think that was also another big surprise. I thought this Saints defense was going to be great. Going against the Raiders offensive line that has had a ton of injuries, Trent Brown didn't play in that football game. um, Richie Incognito left the game early with an Achilles injury, and they still weren't able to get pressure on Derek Carr. They still gave up a ton of receptions to Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, eight. If the Saints defense can't be a top-10 defense, and Drew Brees continues this decline at 41 years old, people picking the Saints to win the Super Bowl? I don't think so. I think this Green Bay Packers team is going to against New Orleans Saints because they're just playing that much better football. And Drew Brees and company, without Michael Thomas, I don't think they can put up enough points to stay with this team. Interesting. I know that the Pack. this is the one that a lot of Packers fans kind of chalked up as a possible loss because then you got uh, Matt Ryan coming to Lambeau Field and then you go on the road to take on Tampa Bay. Who's the tougher of the three foes? Uh, honestly, and it's tough to say right now, I think Tampa Bay is probably the tougher of the three foes. I thought – Drew Brees and New Orleans Saints were going to win the NFC South before the season. Now two weeks in, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the best team in that division. Their defense is vastly underrated. I think it can finish as a top five, top five, top ten unit this year. And Tom Brady, though he doesn't have a great box score so far, has played really well. He does, has not shown decline. He's had eight passes dropped so far this season, most of any quarterback in the NFL. He's putting the ball downfield. He has a better supporting cast than Drew Brees. And, again, like I said, I think that defense is really good. Carlton Davis. Um, Sean Murphy Bunting, a very young secondary that's playing well. Antoine Winfield Jr., the new rookie safety out of Minnesota. I'm looking forward to that game for us to really determine who's the best team in the NFC. Great stuff, Austin. I certainly appreciate it. I'm going to cut you loose, but uh, thanks for joining us for a couple of minutes, and we'll touch base throughout the season, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks so much. Austin Gale, Associate Director of Content at Pro Football Focus. And there you go, numerically, statistically, in their breakdown, Giving you the uh, giving you the thoughts, David Bakhtiari, highly valued. Aaron Jones, highly valued, but the left tackle position so tough to find. Uh, and I agree. Sometimes it's a supply and demand, and the supply out there just is not plentiful. And the demand is always at left tackle, extremely high. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.